welcome to Chick Chat, the podcast where the girl with many titles talks about life, the good and the bad and everything around it. We're going to sit, chat, share life stories and experiences from business to relationship. Hi guys and welcome back to the Chick Chat podcast. Today I am joined by Asan. Thank you so much for, yeah, just for being on the podcast today. I'm really looking forward to this because as we've just been discussing, I need something that's going to make me smile. Hopefully I can be the person to do that today. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. But um, so this, in general, in terms of how the podcast is run, so we're going to have, uh, so it's broken into three bits. So the beginning, we're going to talk about um, your challenge of the, of the week, but I th- I'm thinking of changing that to any tips that you might have as well. And then in the middle, we're going to talk about your, like how we actually doing. And then at the end, finish off with your win of the week. So we'll try and okay. keep it as close to kind of 30 minutes as possible. And do you know what I've just noticed? My clock in the back, I've still not changed it since the time changed. That's <laughs> off. You're going to wake up one day and be like, wow, am I really that late? But honestly, but this kind of just shows me as well how much I use my phone. Because I'm pretty sure my car's wrong as well. And I've not I've not even registered it. Do you know, do you know what? I think I, I, I did the thing of reminding everyone to change the time like I text my mom saying you know yeah. wristwatch do this that and the other and then I didn't change the manual ones in the house so like my car oh. I- I'm driving to work and I'm thinking my boss has not rang me but it says that I'm late <laughs> so what's going on here something's wrong <laughs> something's not right oh class but right so what are your challenges of the week or do you have any tips to get started and then I'll end I think I think with with challenges wise, um, I think with, with everything that's going on in the world at the moment, obviously cost of living crisis is such a big thing. Mm-hmm. I think the challenge of the week for me, and with, with a lot of weeks leading up to Christmas and just the you know the last few weeks, yeah. is to kind of just to be in the present. Yeah. Because what what I worked out is there's no point in worrying about what's going to happen next week or yeah. what's going to happen the month after. You know, are we going to freeze in the winter? Da 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 da. Yeah. Win- winter's a thing Win- winter's cold like we're never gonna have a hot winter yeah let's be honest so it for, for me my, my my challenge um a lot of my life circles around my family my kids and my wife mm. so my, my my challenge really mainly is to kind of just be there be in the moment type of thing yeah. because I've, I've found that the more you think about what's about to happen or what's what's going to happen in future the, the more you kind of like try you start to move away from what's happening now yeah yeah and then you blink and go, oh, what happened there? And you're like, yeah. well, you missed it because yeah. you're too busy thinking about that. So really, my, I, I'd probably call it a tip is just to say, try and be as much as you can in the moment. Try yeah. and try and be there now rather than think about what's happening next week because next week's going to come. Next week's not going to go away. It's going to come. But what's going to go away is today. If you don't think about today, yeah. come tomorrow, you're not going to know what happened yesterday because you missed it. Yeah. So that's sort of where I go with a lot of my thought process. Do you know what? I love that because I'd say that was my that's my challenge of the week as well. Because especially being self-employed, I'm now at a point where I'm thinking of like me and my staff, we're all spread across the world, but we're all feeling it. And then mm. I'm thinking about it's like you've said, it's coming towards Christmas. I've had mum and dad in my ear talking about getting a proper job, a secure job, all those types of things where I'm really trying not to let the outside world affect me too much and to stay positive but at the same time the realities of what's happening like I'm supposed to be in England next week and I'm even then I'm thinking like I want to enjoy myself but I also need to make sure that 
I'm getting some extra work in. So yeah, I think my yeah. challenge of the week is, this, is, the, is the same, maybe just to practice being in the moment more and appreciating each day as it is, because it always does work out, but yeah, it's just... I think I think we get caught up. We get caught yeah. up, especially when there's what I'd call outside noise. Yeah. So obviously, like you touched upon, you know, mum and dad saying get a proper job now. Obviously, me and you growing up in an African household, yeah. we know what that that means so yeah. you do get caught up because you some someone could literally just say one thing to you and that could completely throw you off yeah and you start thinking you see you sat you sit there panicking and going yeah. oh am I doing something right am I doing something right and then in, in in that whole time what you're doing is you're forgetting about yourself yeah so you suddenly you suddenly fall into this trap that many people I've fallen into myself many people fall into of trying to make everyone else around you happy yeah. And completely forgetting about yourself. Yeah, so true. And you know what? I'm going to come back to this, actually, because you've also touched on, obviously, like, the fact that we're from the same culture. So yeah. introduce yourself properly first. You've already, like, <laughs> good bits of wisdom. So actually introduce yourself. Tell us what you do, who you are, um, where, you're, where you're based, all of that. So uh, my name's Asan Kasande. I, I'm, I live in Warrington at the moment, um, which is just outside. It's between Manchester and Liverpool. Mm. And if, if anyone listening to this knows about Manchester and Liverpool, with Warrington, what they'll say is that it's the place with the big IKEA and a lot <laughs> of roundabouts. Genuinely, yeah. that's what this place is known for. Um, but I, I've lived here uh, for about nearly, call it maybe six, seven, eight years. Yeah. Um, move, I think we moved here when my daughter was born. Well, just before my daughter was born. Um, so we moved to Warrington and then I work in, so I work in financial services. Now people hear finance, they go, oh, you must be like mm. smart up here. Like, yes, I am. I'm okay up there. But the financial services that we do is that we, we help small businesses um, just growth aspect really. Yeah. So the, one of my roles is to, to nurture small businesses and help them grow and obviously offer them funding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I do. But in, in general, if someone wants to ask me, you know, who are you? I'd, I'll just say I'm just, I'm that really annoyingly positive person. <laughs> there's, there's, there's reasons why I'm super positive about everything. I mean, yeah. granted, don't get me wrong. My wife hates the fact that I'm so, so positive about everything. Oh. But there's there's reasons there's reasons behind why I try to find positives in everything. Yeah. Um, but I think that's, if you ask people to describe me, that's probably one of the things I'll say is that the positivity is kind of there all the time. Yeah, perfect. And you've said you've got a wife and obviously I know you've got kids, but tell us about your kids. How old are they? So with with my kids, so I've got two kids. So I've got a daughter named Phoebe and a son named Kobe. Mm -hmm. Phoebe's five going on to phew, 25. <laughs> um, and Kobe's three. And he's also going on to like 30 because he's uh -oh. like a little man. Um, I think... So my wife's called Sam. Um, we've been married. Oh, she's going to kill me for this. We've been married nearly 10 years. Uh, it could be nine, but she'll kill me either way. Um, I think so. I've just touched upon the positivity side of things. And the reason why that is. So my daughter, Phoebe, she was diagnosed autistic at age two. Oh, okay. Now, so and, and not, to be honest with you, it's it's one of those things that not a lot of people know, but yeah. the, the the right people know if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And you know, don't think wrong. We we don't hide it from the world. You know, we're so we're so super proud of her. There's so many milestones. So I think the positivity side comes from the fact that obviously whilst we were going through all this, there, there were signs. There were signs there. And Sam, and I mean, to, to give a shout out to Sam, I don't tell it to her face. I should read it. Um, is that she she generally is the backbone of our family. Yeah. Like she she's the one who keeps us together. So with Phoebe's diagnosis, it took me longer to accept it 
Yeah. Because because growing up, we we didn't know anything regarding yeah. autism, ADHD, th- those kind of you know diagnoses. We we knew nothing of that growing up back yeah. home. Yeah. Um. So it took me a little bit longer to kind of accept it as such. Not that I didn't accept my daughter. Yeah. But to just get my head around it. But then I think you know, Sam being the person, she has kind of just sat me down and said, "Listen, there's nothing wrong with her. Yeah. She's just she's just as as many people would say. Many people agree. Maybe don't." She's just wired differently. Yeah. And so what then ha- had to happen is that we then just had to switch up so much about our lives. Granted, we're lucky because she's... She, the, obviously, the, the spectrum, there's a scale. Yeah, yeah. She's... The, the, the only thing that's significant with her is that she's nonverbal. Okay. So she'll come up with the odd things, etc. But for her age, obviously, she should be saying a lot more. Yeah. Uh, but obviously there's people out there who are helping us. She's in the mainstream school. She's got a TA. So all those things we've had to go through. Yeah. And I think there's times when we sit there and actually go, do you know what? We don't even feel sorry for ourselves. Yeah. Because that is the worst thing you could do is yeah. feel sorry for yourself. It's yeah. hard. Don't get me wrong. It's hard. And any anyone who has any children or family members with additional needs will know there's changes that you have to make. There's yeah. things that you can't do just does. You know, we laugh because when my mum goes, because like my family have been great. My family have been great. Like they absolutely love it. Everyone loves her, but you, it's to be expected. That's your grandchild. That's your yeah. niece. But it makes us laugh because my mum will go, right, are you coming over this weekend? And we're like, yeah, yeah, we're coming over. But we can't just get in the car and go. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got we've to gotta plan. And what's good with Phoebe is that she's such a happy child. She's a happy child. Yes, she has her moments, but that's to be expected. But overall, she's such a happy child, and it actually makes our lives easier. That's good, yeah. And I think that's where the positivity thing comes from because I've I've experienced so much um, in life so far. You know, we lost my brother three years ago um, through yeah. to you know I could put it down to mental health as well. Yeah. Um, so there's all those things that have happened that you kind of sit back and go, right, okay, I could spend a length of time being really sad mm-hmm. or I can try and be positive and do positive things, see the positive thing in, in, in what's happening right now. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that drives me on every day yeah. is that even if I'm having a hard day at work, I'll come home and I'll see their three faces and I'm like, oh, you're still here. But then, you know... <laughs> So yeah, I think that's sort of one thing that that helps me go on. And with the wife and kids, I think that's that's my main sort of driver every day. Yeah. Do you know what? I love that so much as well, because I suppose for the, the, the people that don't know how we know each other, our moms mm. are friends. And in terms of yeah. we, we, we were both born in Zambia. We both moved to England when we were kids. And I don't know, it's weird because normally, like we've somehow, like through the years, just kept in touch, especially during the pandemic. And... Mm. I'd say you're one of the people in terms of like the Zambian community where I don't feel like I need to kind of like hold back. But the conversations we have are very much like checking how you're doing. That's great. Yeah. Have a bit of like a chat about like how things are going. But it's it's just that kind of like it's just a natural, nice friendship to the point where like I was even because I, I was saying to mum that you were going to be on um on the podcast. And I forget that. Our parents, because we would have never done anything like at church together where they'd have seen us together, they wouldn't yeah. have expected that we'd talk as much as we do. So, yeah, mum was just really surprised because she was like, I didn't even know you guys talked. And it's like, yeah, we've <laughs> kept in touch for absolutely years. 
But even in everything that you're talking about, I suppose, with the cultures and with Sam and having to deal with autism and mental health, a lot of that's resonating, especially on the mental health side, because like you said, we don't grow up in a culture where these things are normalised and it's no, okay. So, so I had my friend Harvey on the podcast a few weeks ago and he was diagnosed as an adult and he's gone through like his own side of it, I suppose, having to deal with getting that diagnosis so kind of late on in life. But I suppose what I what I heard you say about Sam is that that mixture of cultures made it so much easier to manage. So like how's Sam been in terms of like your mum accepting things and your mum kind of getting a head around? Because I think on my, on my end on my end it's been when you're the girl it's it's different I think there's certain expectations isn't there yeah exactly um, growing up so I think I think with with Sam and I think this is why I always allude to she's the one that keeps us together you know if, if say for example somebody got in touch with me and said oh by the way you and your family can you come over or can you do this I always say can you speak to Sam yeah. Because Sam does all the Sam does all the planning because she's really good at it. Yeah. And she she's got her head switched on. I think and, and don't get me wrong, that the, there's been challenges even before we had kids. You know, there was challenges because you are bringing two cultures together. Yeah. You know, so like, I, like I, I I was listening to the podcast, you know the one you did with G? Yeah. And and you spoke about, you know, he spoke about meeting your family for the first time and how yeah. you were like, oh, I'm surprised. I don't know. And it's what it's one of those where when the, the, there was a few aunties that very much like opened their arms out to Sam and, you know, brought her in. And as expected, there were some that kind of had their reservations, etc. But what, what my, I think the one person that really made Sam feel the most welcome was probably my dad. Oh. So my, my dad simply said to me, as long as you're happy, mm-hmm. everyone else will come round. Yeah. As long as you're happy, everyone else will come around. And I think that resonated with me so much because I was so bothered about what everyone thought yeah. at the time. Yeah. You know, not that there was something wrong with Sam or I'd done something wrong, yeah. but I was I was like I was trying to play peacemaker. Yeah. For both sides. But then I just thought, no, because this this girl makes me happy. Yeah. This this girl, I see this girl as the, the wife, you know, the mother of my kids. Yeah. And so you know. <laughs> And she has been that, and I think just the the, the work because you know you know what dads are like. Dads are dads are very minimal in communication, but whatever they've got to say, it's gonna have yeah. some sort of strength to it. Yeah. So and just 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 by him saying that and going, everyone else will come round. It almost made you go take a step back, breathe, mm-hmm. let everyone see what you guys have got. And it's funny because um, I laugh about it now with my mom. Because like my my let me just point out my mom was never oh I can't believe you didn't marry a Zambian girl yeah. didn't marry a black girl um my mom was very much on the happiness side of things but what we laugh about now is that my mom says I started off a trend <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of the boys that we grew up that yeah. are now in interracial relationships and marriages and have got kids yeah and now whenever my mom talks about one of the lads I grew up with and I always go what's his girlfriend called I'm expecting an English name and it usually yeah. is yeah so I think just going back to Sam um it, it's with the way with the mix of cultures like don't get wrong there were times where she did have her doubts going is this for me it's you yeah. know because it you can imagine that the Zambian culture is very strong and very yeah. you know, in your face yeah. and there were times where 
you know, and, I'm, and I can't lie about it. There were times where we didn't agree on certain things and, yeah. you know, you'd have full on bust ups, arguments, et cetera, but that's a relationship for you. Yeah. And there were times where, yes, it did test her mental health. Um, it did test her mental health. And I think what she decided was there was a period of time where she decided going, do you know what? Even like visiting grandma mm. for the kids, she was like, I think I'm going to step back. Yeah. I'm going to stay at home and you take the kids. Yeah. Now, at the time, looking from the outside in, you can go, oh, she's being disrespectful. Da, 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 da. Mm. But actually what she was saying is that every t- the, the last few times I've been around, I've been questioned on so many aspects about being a wife to you or being a mother to the yeah. kids that it's making me feel a certain way. Yeah. So I un- I understood that and it was explaining it to my mom um, just saying, you know, this is that and the other. And I think as time has gone by, that has massively improved. It's, it's you yeah. know, it's improved. Like my sister's relationships with Sam is so much better. Like yeah. she will... I think I, I measure it with if 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 my sister can pick up the phone to Sam mm-hmm. or speak to Sam without going through me, yeah, then that's a tip, yeah, and that's what's happened completely. What's yeah, happened. I yeah. get exactly what you mean. And just, right, I'm going to come back to this because yeah, yeah, even just talking about the culture side of it, I've, even this weekend, like I've been talking about this. So we're going to pause by saying, okay, what, um, like how are you? How are you actually doing at the moment? How are you? I'm 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 good. I'm good. I think. The reason why I say I'm good, and it's it's really crazy because you touched upon it at the start. I measure my mood with how how the school run goes in the morning. Okay. So, because I, I bounce between the office and home. So three yeah. days a week I work at the home. So the days that I work at home, I do the school run. Yeah. So there's that thing in my head where I'm like, right, by 10 past, I need to be like this. By quarter past, we need to leave the house. By 20 past at the latest, da, da, da. So... If the school run goes according to time, yeah. Now this is this is routine with obviously Phoebe. Yeah. So Phoebe lives off routine. So we've all incorporated routine. And I always go, if the routine goes well in the morning, then I'm gonna have a good day. Yeah. And and luckily enough, it went well this morning. Yeah. So (laughs) (laughs) it went well this morning. So yeah, no, I'm I'm good. I'm good. That's good to hear. Do you know what? Beforehand, like I was saying, because I was so annoyed this morning because of how my morning started, I would have maybe said, oh, I'm not, I'm feeling a bit off today. But just having this time to kind of just start chatting and checking back in, I'm good. And like like we were saying before, mentally, I think I'm fine. It's just that the pressures of life are always there. So I think for me, especially after we finish today, it's focusing on the things that are going to make me smile and not putting too much on my plate. So... Yeah, it's nice to know that, yeah, actually I'm I'm all right. And I, I think it's it's okay to actually give yourself a break as well. Yeah. We always we almost forget to give ourselves a break. Yeah. Totally. So that that's that's one thing I always lean on. Just say give yourself a break. You know, don't be too hard on yourself. And whatever comes today will come today. But as long as you can go to bed tonight or three AM as you usually do. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, really well. <laughs> as you know, if you can go to bed and say, "Do you know what? I've actually done something really good today," or yeah. I've, "I've hit a target," then that that's that 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 will keep you moving forward. Yeah. To be fair, I think again, this is going to go back to what you were just saying before. I think on, on my end at the moment, it's more the pressures of not even just culture because culture comes in so many different forms and it leads every part of your life without you even realizing it. Like there was a point where I was talking to Melinda and I was saying. 
I didn't even realize that sometimes I make decisions and it's based on an ingrained culture that I didn't even realize was me. So I'd think I was making a decision based on what I wanted. And it wasn't until I sat in the therapist's room and she was like, okay, this is time now. Let's just have a chat. What do you actually want? Go away and do some homework, come back. What do you actually want? And now I found that when I give myself that time to think, what do I actually want? And then start to think, actually, it's not always what my parents want. And I think like you were saying about Sam before and like her having to take a step back. I think when, especially when you're the guy, like I grew up around loads of like my, the cousins and my brother, obviously all boys. And there's that expectations of uh, expectation of how the men are supposed to be. I was the only girl in England brought up around that. So I'm being mm-hmm. taught the exact same as the boys. But when I act like the boys, I'm independent and I do my own thing. That's then seen as like a negative thing. And when I, when it comes to culture, like I've always been interested in learning our culture, but I've always made it very clear. You guys decided to bring us up in a different culture and amalgamate two cultures. There's a part of it that you've never seen because we deal with that day to day. So you've got to trust us and what we're doing. But I think sometimes the questioning, sometimes the words, they come from a place of love, but it's just delivered in such a wrong way. That oh, tell me about it. I think what? What, what I've found is with, with the culture side of things, like you say, we've grown up in a certain culture and we then got we then got moved to this country, right? We got moved to this country for a better life, you know, yeah. more opportunities, which we are very much grateful for. Yeah. So what what I've what I've found myself doing is having you you've got to almost have like you, you you've got to have a strong base as I call it. Yeah. You gotta have a strong base about you. You will butt heads with the yeah. parents because they have had majority of their life in the culture back in Zambia. Yeah. And it's by no means saying as soon as we touch down in England, that culture is gone. Yeah. No, it's not that. Yeah. But you almost have to, you've got to, my sister always says, just remember they're getting older. Mm-hmm. So when you find yourself almost having to explain why you're not doing certain things a certain way yeah. is because you, you, you've you technically grown up in a slightly different culture to them. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's, there's certain things around the house. I mean, Talk about culture and growing up in a male-dominated household. And, you know, when I was a kid, I used to watch, you know, like when when food was made, for example, you know, my dad would would be sat there and then my mum would bring the food to him. And, you know, that that was our culture. So I I didn't expect that of Sam. Mm -hmm. She knew knew about it, but I did say, I'm not not expecting you to be doing that for me. But then we we were at my mum's house once Mm. and food was made I think I was doing something with the kids or changing yeah. nappies or whatever and I come back to the table and my food's there and I'm I'm, I'm looking around I'm like who did this <laughs> and, Sam, and Sam was like oh I didn't know whether you wanted this this that and the other so I just put a bit of everything in there and for me that was like it's something that I've never asked you to do yeah I never expected you to do yeah but then bang you're here so then you look at it and go this is somebody who's also doing something in our culture why yeah. don't we also do something in their culture yeah so that's, that's sort of really it's, good... it's finding the healthy balance yeah that's a really good way of saying it actually because there is a swap and I suppose especially coming from the, the girl's point of view like I remember when I was with Sean we went to visit my cousin in Paris and she would do it the traditional way like on your knees and here's a tree and all of that and yeah. 
she told me off for not serving Sean like that because I was like, he'll serve himself. Like, I don't know what he wants. If I put stuff on his plate that he doesn't want, he'd be like, oh, like he wouldn't complain, but he'd just be like, I could have served myself. So to me, that was never even an, an issue. And because that wouldn't have been done at home, I didn't see why that would have been an issue back then. But it's those things that now, especially now I'm with G, like there are things that I felt like when I was with Sean, mum and dad just had this expectation that because I'm their daughter, because they love me, because they've welcomed Sean into the, the, the family, they'll tell us what to do and just expect it to be done. Whereas I'm like, yeah, no, teach me why we're doing these things. Once you've like taught us, we'll go away. We'll talk about it because there are things you don't realize at all. Because at the end of the day, like Sean had his own family and they were going to have to hear about some parts of it. Exactly. It sounds weird to them. And even now I've said to them, with G, when we come around, because dad's all like dad's always been like I want to get to know the people that like you're with like and don't be introducing like all these different guys so these are the only two people that have ever met my family and, and there's been a reason why but even yeah. though I've still said to them just because I introduced them and it's because I want this to be something doesn't mean that you just go we love you and they love you so you're all just gonna ex- have to accept it and do, said, do, like, th- do things the way we want you to do them yeah but... It's 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 one of those where like like you touched upon they they tell you what what's expected of you, but my 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 follow up on that is always yeah but be prepared for me to not take everything on, mm-hmm. not in a disrespectful way yeah but you know, I also now have my own family yeah we now also have our own culture yeah. we have so many different barriers to overcome yeah you know it's. It, it's almost like what you what you see for that day or two at a weekend yeah doesn't give you the full picture of yeah. our everyday lives yeah so it's always a case of almost like you need to remind them to say I understand what you're saying and I completely respect it and we're 100% going to take some bits on board but be prepared for us to not take everything on yeah and do you know what? and they do find that hard and I suppose like you've already touched upon because part of like managing conversation I've always made it a point to talk about okay if we are going to have kids, what that what's that going to be like? Because I'm Catholic, he's not. Obviously, I'm black, he's white. Like the family dynamics, he sees family very much in the same way that I do, which is great. But at the same time, obviously, it's not going to be the same because the partners I've been with will always notice that I take on a role that's very much like a parent when it mm. comes to being around my family. Because I suppose that's how I've I've always been the firstborn daughter out of an immigrant family. What are you going to be? You're, you're, you it's are. How you, it's like how you parent. grow up as well. Yeah. It's like how you, you grow up. And that's something that, like, I found they see something where they go, I appreciate that's your culture and that's how things are, but take a step back and, like, when you are getting upset, remember some of these things you don't need to, like, allow yourself to get upset about. And that's very hard to get your head around because, like you're saying, I'm thinking now, okay, I'm going to be creating a whole new family with this person a whole new culture we're going to have our own like barriers to overcome like how have you found all of that because that's not that's not an easy one <laughs> it's uh the so the the biggest one for me I think obviously my, my, my mom doing it wrong my, my mom wants us to have another three four kids I'm like yeah. it's not happening <laughs> right so, the, the I think one of the biggest tests for us was so, you know, growing up, when somebody has a baby in the family, mm-hmm. one of the main things is to shave their hair. Oh, my God. My brother's been going so, through that. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> now, okay. So, just talk, just a little side note. Your brother, Melenga. My daughter, Phoebe, is also middle name's Melenga. So, Aww. 
Um, so th- it got to the hair situation, yeah. and my mom was questioning. She was saying, "You need to cut her hair. You need to cut her hair. You need to cut her hair." Yeah. And I said, "Mom, it's not happening." Mm. And she said, "And that's where that culture thing comes in." Because I said, "Mom, it's not happening." And she said, "Why not?" Yeah. And I said, "Because Sam doesn't. Sam doesn't want it cut in." Yeah. And I'll and I and I'll back Sam on this because yeah. she's the mother of my child. Yeah. And in in that moment, you stood there going, "I've just disrespected my whole nation, my yeah. whole continent." Yeah. But at but at the same time, and that's what I said about having a strong base. At the same time, you're like, "No, I'm I'm the head of the house now. I now have I'm head of my own house now. Yeah. The rules that I make have to impact my household. Yeah. I can't have someone else making the rules for me for yeah. my household. Yeah. So we did go into it, but none of the kids' hair has been cut. Do you know what? Good on you. So... I, on my end, I, so between, so Mlenga obviously has had Eliza, my cousin Wemba's had Heath, and mum and like my auntie have just gone, oh, well, they're not going to do it, but you will. And it's like, I might do it because that would be my choice. But don't expect that just because I, I decide to do it, that everything else you tell me to do, especially if I don't understand why I'm doing it, I'm just going to do it. Because there's, there are so many things, like I sit back now, I'm like, thank God I wasn't the first one to have a child because <laughs> it's overwhelming. Because that, I think they always expect that all oh, the boys are just going to do their own thing because like they, they're doing the things kind of like, it's kind of like the, the women are in charge. So you're going to go more towards the Western culture than you are the Zambian culture. Yeah. Like, no, like you forget that it's an amalgamation. We're going to choose the best parts for each of us. And sometimes, like I might choose that actually I like the haircutting ceremony. So that's going to be something for me. And on the other side, I might choose that, you know what? I might not do like the kitchen party or some of the things when we're getting married, the traditional bits. Because again, that's for me. But yeah. That's all for you to decide. Thing. It's it's your life at the end of the day and it's yeah. just going back to the whole be prepared for me to take things on but also be prepared for me to not take all of it on yeah and that's what I always have to remind myself yeah do you know that's so true and so even with like what you decide to teach the kids as they're growing up like are you teaching them Bemba or is so on the on the Bemba side of things it's it's not really something that has come to the fore saying I need to teach yeah. them Bemba. They will learn in time. Yeah. But the food wise, mm. I mean, the most traditional of all foods, Kobe, my little boy, yeah. loves Nshima. Oh. He loves it. Yeah. And for but and for me, that's enough because yeah. that's once again a little slice of my culture. Yeah. I don't expect him to then suddenly yeah. like everything else. Yeah. He likes a little bit of our culture. Yeah. Great. But also, once again, we are creating our own culture in here. Yeah. yeah, Sam eats in Shima as well. Love that, yeah. And that's another acceptance thing. So it, it, it's it's always trying to find the healthy balance. And, you know, don't get me wrong, there will be challenges to come. There will be things that will make you question ABC. But yeah. as long as you have that foundation, I think it helps you go forward. Yeah. Do you know what? I love that because I, I, that's something that I always say. Like, it's, it's about the foundation. And even as a couple, it's about the foundation. So I always talk about how, like me and G to say that we've been together well like six months we've had some very deep conversations and obviously him meeting the whole family like there was a reason behind all of that it's not just something that's small but you have to do it in your own time and in what makes you comfortable because I'm my end like I don't really speak Bemba I understand it now I always think it'd be nice for like Eliza to learn Bemba or if I had kids for them to learn Bemba but 
where am I going to start from? Because I don't speak it. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it's, it's, it's that decision as well. So it's up to Malenga to teach a member mm. or not. Yeah. But whatever he whatever he decides, yeah. that's his decision. He's yeah, her, he's her right dad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Okay, so and I think that's that's that. one thing to always remember. Yeah, that's, that's all right. Okay, yeah. So we're starting to run out of time. So I'm gonna before it cuts us off, I'm gonna end with what is your win of the week and then we'll kind of we'll quickly wrap it up. Um my 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 win of the week is always the same. If my kids can go to bed smiling that that's what wins it for me i'm so about my kids it's unreal yeah um, if my kids can go to bed smiling then that's that that for me works fine you know yeah. yes there's other things i love you know i love my football i love liverpool and you yeah. know this that and the other but i think if if my if i look at my kids and i can see that they're happy that's always a win for me no matter what's happening no matter what's being questioned of me that's what keeps me going yeah oh, i love that what's my win of the week do you know what? So last week when I was recording the podcast with you, I was saying that I just wanted to get through the week knowing that like, I, I had some time away and I managed to get work done. I think I managed that quite well without feeling very overwhelmed. So I think sometimes I just don't give myself enough credit for what goes on, but it's, it's life, especially when you work for yourself. Like, There's always something else. <laughs> it's life, yeah. but, but I think I think from, from, where you're st- from where you're sat, I think you're probably, because you're self-employed, I can imagine it to be a case of you almost quote-unquote rely on other people to tell you you're doing a good job yeah but you've always got to remember you've always got to remind yourself that you know what you've got this far yeah because you've been doing a good job yeah if you were utter crap if you were utter crap at, at your job you wouldn't have got this far yeah that's so, so true that's all it's it's always the self it's always the self-love and just kind of just tell yourself do you know what you're doing all right yeah you know, I think, especially at the moment, it's more the fact that because I'm not in a traditional job that, pe- that the parents would have expected, I'm not in accounting, engineering, I'm not a doctor, th- those types of things. So it's, you don't get that, oh, my daughter does this. Like, they might tell other people, uh, they always tell other people, but I think... Uh, how, many people, just... how many people how many grew up with are doctors right now? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, <laughs> I think on my end, it's just accepting that success is what I... I, I make it and what it looks like to me because like the other day dad was saying oh I just like the freedom I was like well yeah because I can work till three o'clock in the morning and then spend half the day in bed like that's how my body works if I want to wake up early I can so yeah I think the win is just accepting that do you know what things aren't that bad there could be so much worse and there are so many things to smile about and that's one thing to always remember no matter what you're going through you know for a fact there's somebody going through worse yeah than you yeah. are yeah exactly there always is yeah and that's a small reason to just keep pushing forward yeah and things could always change like you said like today is just one day exactly yeah well thank you so much for being on honestly like this has been no a nice chat because and this is why i enjoy doing it in the format in, in this way because there were, like i was expecting we'd maybe talk about like your work and that side of stuff but it's just been nice to kind of let that naturally flow because clearly that was yeah it just it resonates so much that i think it's also interesting for other people to hear what that's like and hear it from the opposite ends because normally it's women that I'll have on and you're hearing very much like a female dominated version of life and what's happening. Mm. So yeah, I really appreciate your openness. Yeah, thank you very much for having me on as well. It's, yeah, it's, been, it's been what so long I've been going. Oh, I, I need to get on that. I need to get on that. I mean, we could we could talk about so much, you know, just yeah. about the changes in life, etc. So I mean, if ever there is an opportunity to do it again, one hundred percent be up for it.